Welcome to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. I'm Leah. I'm Lou. We're here to talk about trending education topics from multiple perspectives. Have a question for us? Message us on Facebook at Homeroom with Lou and Leah, and we will answer some of your questions on air. All right. Who are you? I've been working with students for over 20 years. I started out as a big brother in high school, worked as an AmeriCorps member in college. After college, I was a youth counselor for at-risk youth in the wilderness, hmm. a teacher, and now a school-level administrator. Mm, I'm a man. father of five, and three of my children go to a local public charter school. Nice to meet you, Lou. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm Leah. I've been in education for 10 years. I'm a high school English teacher. I have three children and two are students in the public education system. And one is just a little toddler. I'm excited to do the show with my pal Lou so we can help parents, educators, and students learn more about trending topics in education from multiple perspectives. And today our show is all about... School's out for summer. You have to sing that part. School's I do. Nah, out. singing it. So you're not gonna sing? No. Nope. What's what? up with I, summer? I'm telling you right now. No, nope, not People singing. Are gonna, he's gonna sing by the end of this. <laughs> okay. What's up with summer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so summer is amazing for a teacher. No, 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 no. We asked, what did you do? What did I do? What did you do during oh, when summer I was a kid? as a kid? Oh, well, my mom and dad worked all the time, so we basically stayed in the house a lot. We would let movies babysit us. And then we lived in Wyoming for a few years. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> when my mom, um, when my parents divorced, we lived in Wyoming for a few years, and we would be like on our bicycles all summer. We were in this tiny, tiny, tiny little town, and we would ride our bicycles across town. Was it a bicycle gang? <laughs> Yes, we were a family gang. <laughs> no, um, we would ride our bicycles across town to go get free lunch at a local elementary school. And thank heavens to that. You know what's funny? We used to sign our name multiple times so that we could get multiple lunches because one hot dog's not this enough. It does sound food. like a gang. <laughs> it sounds like a gang. We were criminals at the age of tw- of twelve and eleven. Um, it was so fun. What did you do in the summer? All the way through, like middle school. It was yeah. Awful. <laughs> I remember just sitting at home in Vermont in the sweltering heat trying to figure out stuff to do. So what'd you do? Went to the pool sometimes, you know, it just caused a bunch of ruckus. <laughs> but when I got into high school, I actually got pretty busy. So I had a job and I played a lot of baseball after it. So it wasn't that bad, but uh, still, I still don't like summer break. Wait, what's the biggest ruckus you ever caused? I got thrown out of the local swimming pool. <gasps> For what? Did you do the thing they did on the sandlot? The kid kissing the lifeguard? No, no, I didn't do that. They had had like an adult swim, and I just was not getting out of the pool. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can swim. Get out of the pool. And you just Uh, wouldn't? uh Uh-huh. How many whistles did you get blown? It was like seven or eight. And then like a lifeguard (laughs) came in, like dragged me. I was like, okay. Like, you can't come back today. See you tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) The worst thing that I know, I didn't do this. It was just my brothers. Um, They would pick crab apples and they would throw them in the yards of the neighbors they didn't like. You know how I know you didn't do that? Why? I've seen you throw. (laughs) Rude, but you're probably not wrong. Okay, so we'll be back in a minute to talk about some fun, quick facts about summer. All right. Welcome back to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. What's up? We made it through our first segment. Yeah, we did. (laughs) So some quick facts about summer. How did did summer break come about in school? It's quick facts. 
It's quick facts. Quick facts! Research about summer break. We learned some interesting information. So you know what time it is? It's time for... Quick facts. Quick facts. <laughs> it's quick facts. Yeah. All right. All right. Contrary to popular myth and even stated by former Secretary of Education Arnie Duncan, summer break was not established to benefit farmers. Time Magazine and NPR have both reported this wrong in the past. But it makes sense after someone just told me that. Now, how many <laughs> farmers do you see out in the field in the middle of July and August in 100 degree heat? None. I don't see any. We're going to talk about this. All right. So history, Kenneth Gold states, if we were going to create a school calendar based on agriculture, the longest breaks would be in the spring for planting and in the fall for harvesting. Boom. Boom. There it is. Makes sense. In 1842, New York City schools were open 248 days a year. 68 days longer than kids go to school now. Shoot me. I Mm. cannot even imagine that, y'all. Seriously. Seriously. 68 days longer. What are you doing, New York City? Yeah, I wonder what their test scores smarter, look like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, More because, quick facts. All right, go ahead. Um, because of the long summer break, it is proven that many students lose up to a month of academic achievement. It has been estimated that this summer slide accounts for as much as 85% of the reading achievement gap between lower income students and their midder, middle and upper grade. Oh, wait, midder, middle, middle, yeah. midder. Their midder and upper income peers. That's, That's interesting. A lot. Summer slide. The only slide I ever rode in the summer was a water slide. No, I, I rode that summer slide in my lower elementary grades. You didn't read in the summer? No. Hey, we'll talk about it after Talk this about summer. it. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it? English All right, English did you teacher. also know teachers typically spend four to six weeks reteaching material students have forgotten over the summer? That's, that's a fact. Uh, it is a fact. I, I was I a teacher. teach semicolons <laughs> probably 18,000 times. They still don't know. It's two sentences, people. You write a sentence, you put a semicolon, you write another sentence. It's magic. I'm still learning You that. know. Uh, the number of year-round schools in the United States is 3,181. The percentage of public school students attending year-round schools is 10%. This is my favorite part. Uh-huh. The average dropout rate for year-round schools, 2%. That's significant. That's, that's a lot. That was my favorite quick fact. And those are your quick facts. Those are our quick facts. Okay, let's talk about them. No, chat. Oh, yeah, we have to chat about it. We them. have to quick fact So you, you want to ask, ask me about my summer slide? I want to hear about your summer slide. So I was not the most avid reader when I was younger. What? I know, shocking. He's but, actually a big reader now, y'all. Like, he reads all the time. Well, we have to <laughs> you quantify do read a what lot. reading is. Okay. If listening to a book is reading, then I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. I don't know if I've ever read a but anyway, so <laughs> going into third grade, I was put in the remedial reading class oh. due to how much how much of a summer slide I had from second to third grade. Dang. And so after like four weeks of being in my remedial reading class, they're like, oh, you don't need this. We're going to move you into the regular class. So it was literally the summer slide. It was, it was. four to six weeks and then you were done. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I felt really bad for that teacher that had me in there. You know, really bad. So did your parents not take you to the library in the summer? Um, I, I don't think I've, I don't know if my mom's ever read a book. <laughs> like shout a, out, shout I've out to Lou's mom. I've seen. <laughs> I love you, Gene. <laughs> and my dad would like sporadically read like, um, Sports like, Illustrated uh, manuals for like motorcycles and stuff, but oh, never like cool. sit down and read. We went to the library a lot as kids, but we would just check out movies the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom's like, I have to take my kids to the library. And people are like, oh, what a good yeah. mom. It was literally for movies. That's it. I didn't even know they had books in the library. <laughs> and that sounds terrible, <laughs> I, but it's true. It was like our that. own blockbuster video. Remember those? 
For for our younger listeners, yeah, blockbuster, blockbuster Video is an ancient place where you would go to figure out what movie you wanted to watch. Okay, another one of our quick facts. Did you like my f- side yeah. quick mm-hmm. fact that I thought was super interesting was um, year-round schools. Guys, I don't know. I'm kind of a fan. Year-round schools sound great. There's hardly any in America, right? Yes. Only 10% of the of our population in America goes to a year-round school. But I think it's brilliant. Real talk. You go to school. I don't school. know if it's brilliant, but it makes more sense. It makes way more sense. You go to school. You take. You get a two-week break in between all of your mm-hmm. quarters. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially because winter break, or what we used to call Christmas break before we got PC, um, winter <laughs> break. Winter break is right in the middle of second quarter, and that's stupid. Like you can't do that. I wonder if there's a Christmas slide. I bet there's a Christmas slide. We should look into right it. Right off Santa's uh-huh. lap. <laughs> that's awkward. <laughs> That's my awkward comment of the day. Just one, huh? <laughs> anyway, um, but it says that their average dropout rate is only 2% in year-round schools. So I'm a proponent for year-round schools. Dude, if I could go to Disney World in October and instead of July mm-hmm. when everyone else is there, I'm all about that. You you did two years ago. You are correct. I know. But I was pregnant and I need to go again because I didn't get to ride Splash Mountain. Pregnancy. They didn't allow you in there? No, they were like, oh, you can't ride. Rude. Rude. My husband was also like, you will not kill my, my son. <laughs> this is my one shot at having a son. It was an awkward moment when you try to step in, huh? Like, ma'am, you're pregnant. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm like, excuse me? Do I look pregnant to you? <laughs> Rude. You can't just assume I'm pregnant. Anyway, that, that's another show for another day. Anyway, those were your... Quick facts. About summer. Check out our Facebook page, Homeroom with Lou and Leah, to see our resources for the segment and continue the conversation. We're going to be back in a few minutes to chat with our guest speaker. I said guest speaker. That's what that meant. You did. (laughs) All right. Welcome back to Homeroom with Lou and Leah on WQFS 90.9. Today we're talking about summer. Um, It's time for us to bring someone else into this conversation. That's right. It's time. For our It's a guest speaker. It's a guest speaker. It's a guest speaker. It's a guest speaker. So today's guest speaker is Blakely. Blakely, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I like to play softball. <laughs> I oh, come great. from a big family. Um, and my favorite color is pink. Blakely, you are pink. Shocking. <laughs> so what do you, do you usually do over the summer? Um, well, we usually take a vacation to the beach and to the lake, and we go to the pool a lot, and we hang around at home. Home. Yeah. What do you do at home? At home, we <laughs> we watch TV and sometimes we play Barbies and stuff together. I like to read when I'm at home a lot. Oh, yeah? What are you reading right now? I'm reading Catching Fire in the Hunger Games series. Nailed it. Love it. Are you enjoying it? Yes. Is it Catching Fire in your heart? I'll stop. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So earlier in the show, we discussed Summer Slide. Where during the long where during the long summer break students essentially lose the information they learned over the school year. You think this is a thing? Definitely. Usually when I get back to school, I realize that 
Um, I don't understand things as easily as I did before I left for summer break, especially during math or in subjects where you need to memorize a lot of information. Wait, you're not doing math over the summer? You're not no. doing one popsicle plus <laughs> divided by five kids equals Blakely only gets one popsicle <laughs> or whatever it is. Do your teachers spend four to six weeks reteaching material you learned the previous year? Wait, Blakely, what grade are you going into? Seventh grade. Okay, so Blakely, you're basically an expert about education here. You're yes. in it. Okay, so do they do this? Is Do they reteach? Do your teachers have to reteach? Definitely. I think that's why sometimes at the end of the year, teachers find that they haven't taught as much <laughs> as they thought they did. Because during the first part of the year, we spent so much time learning about simple stuff. So Lou just almost spit out all of yeah, his drink good. on the equipment in the studio today. Why were you laughing so hard there, pal? Yeah. The honesty of my daughter astounds me. <laughs> it really does. Teachers at the end of the year really are freaking out, though. They didn't get half their stuff taught because they are teaching, sometimes teaching last year's crap. Most of the time. Yeah, if you took away that six week, right. they might actually get through their content. If I got six more weeks of teaching, well, first of all, no. You but can if, whenever you want to. Oh, okay, pal. This, my, he, right, used, he used to be my on. boss, so he's telling moving me what to on. do. So, more questions for Blakely. <laughs> Summer reading. Were you assigned summer reading this year? I was. I was assigned to read The Giver. Oh, Did gee. you do it? Unfortunately, yes. What is your book review on The Giver, Blakely? Um, well, um. if you're looking for an exciting book, you don't read The Giver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a classic, Blakely. What are you talking about? Is that because of the ending? Yes, most okay, definitely. Yes. I think that people... I don't know. It's, it was a book. It's in the canon, the literary canon. People think that you have to read The Giver. What's the literary canon for our listeners? The literary canon <laughs> is the uh, amount, the titles that everyone says you have to have read before you can be educated or smart. And it just seems like everyone has to read Pride and Prejudice, and you have to read The Scarlet Letter, and you have to read The Giver, and you have to read The Cat in the Hat. And if you don't know what the, the cat giving... The Cat in the Hat? The Cat in the Hat's on in, that. Oh, yeah. So, so you went from Pride and totally the other book and Cat in the Hat. Okay, listeners, if any of you has not read The Cat in the Hat, Call me, because the truth is, it's in the canon. You've read it. I don't think it's the cat in a hat people haven't read. What is it that they haven't read? The Pride giver? and Prejudice, or whatever. <laughs> Are you, you said. kidding me? Pride and Prejudice. We're gonna, you know, I think we should do a whole show on the literary canon, but not okay. today. Okay, so Blakely, you didn't like The Giver, but you read it. Why did you feel like you had to to do it? Because well, I had to read The Giver because I have to do a project on it when I go back to school. Boo. Agreed. <laughs> actually as an English teacher I quite hate summer reading um, I feel like summer is a time when kids should be reading things that they enjoy things that are interesting to them things that will help them flourish or develop their skills as readers and research shows that if you're not interested in what you're reading you're actually not getting anything out of it like as far as reading fluency and reading ability goes so why like why are we making kids read boring crap stop doing this to, te to kids people I hate it. Also, there's always that kid or like 17 of them that show up at the first day of school. I didn't know we had summer reading, Miss Carper. And then it starts you off on, okay, great. So you're a liar. Like I start, we start off like the, this horrible wrong foot for the whole year. And I'm not even kidding. I think I'm ranting. It's Blakely's turn and I'm ranting. Okay, go ahead. Blakely. All right, we're going to move on. Next question. How much time do you typically spend on a screen during the summer? Oh, good question. On a bad day, three to four hours. You mean on a good day? Good or bad? Bad day. On a bad day for you? On a bad day for me. <laughs> <laughs> so what does your family do to regulate screen time in the summer? I feel like this is a huge topic. 
when uh well my sisters i i don't do this i'm mature but my sisters (laughs) wake up as early as they possibly can so that when dad comes downstairs angry that they've been watching tv they already have a few hours in wait okay so your sisters who are nine and seven Correct. Wake up super early so they can watch TV. That is so funny. So what is your... Um, oh, no. They log onto the computer <laughs> and log on to Netflix and just binge. <laughs> There's no TV watch. You know, I spent my entire summer watching TV, and I am perfectly normal, right? I don't want to hear crickets right now. People better <laughs> right. verify that I am normal. <laughs> okay. Well, I have a friend. She makes her kids do a whole list of chores and like read for 20 minutes and do a family project shout out to kathy good job kathy better mom than me um (laughs) shout out to kathy um she has her kids do all of that before they can even get onto a screen blakely what if i call your mom right now i have her number please don't do that (laughs) (laughs) you can ask her you don't think that's a good idea I don't think that's a good idea because, like you said, summer is a time for kids to, like, relax and not have to worry about projects <laughs> and expectations. And so I feel like that's not very nice. Sorry, Blakely, Kathy. You're the voice of the people right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tens of children listening to this are like, yes, Blakely. You're the real so, hero. Blakely, what do you think about year-around school? I think it's a very good idea. <gasps> Wait. What? <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes. Say it. Why? Because um, lots of times I get kind of tired of hearing teachers complain about how during certain parts of the year after breaks and stuff yes. where people start to drop in their grades because they get tired of having to deal with all the homework and the projects. So it happens to me, too, because personally by that I'm just kind of done. Well, it's like, again, most of our breaks, like spring break and winter break, even Thanksgiving, they land over in the middle of a quarter, you know, in the middle of a grading period. And so if you want to get lazy, it's not really a good time to do that. Some of the breaks are kind of poorly timed, I think. And there's always snow breaks, right? My favorite. (laughs) I love a good snow day. All right, Blakely, will you stick around for another segment? Will you? Sure. All right. Is that because your dad's your ride and <laughs> you he can't leave? To, right? <laughs> so you're listening to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. If you want to catch our live show, it is Monday mornings from 6 to 8 on WQFS 90.9. That's right. So welcome, welcome back. back to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. If you're just now joining us, we are chatting with a middle school student named Blakely, who is brilliant, about summer. Right now, we're going to put her through what we lovingly call the lightning Lightning round. round. Lightning round. Lightning round. Okay, Blakely, we're going to do a little word association with you where you, where we say a word and you have to say the first thing that comes to mind. Uh-oh. Ready? Go. Summer. Fun. Beach. Sunburn. <laughs> Food. Delicious. Career. Uh, boring. Money. Yay. <laughs> Boys. Blah. Justin Bieber. Bad hair. <gasps> Sorry, oh just The best book series. The Hunger Games. One thing you could change about summer. That it has an end. 
Ooh. If you were in the Hunger Games, what would your special skill be? Invisibility. Oh, I like it. All right, Blakely. Well done. All right. I well think, done. Wait, we should put your dad through the same lightning round. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to switch up questions. Here You're going to go. switch up questions? Yeah, this is me typing. No, oh, is it? But okay. I, okay. <laughs> Let's try it. All right, Lou, are you ready for this? Lightning round? Lightning round. Can we play Wait, the let's play the song again. again. Boom. Yeah. That bumper is so good. Shout out to my brother, Andrew, for hanging out with me in San Antonio last week and making these fantastic are bumpers. Are you going to post a video of you? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Okay, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> my sister-in-law filmed me helping to record some of these bumpers, and I was all kinds of nervous. All right, here we go. Lou, are you ready for the lightning round? I am. All right, summer. Awesome. Beach. Sandy. Food. Protein. <laughs> okay. Career. Awesome. Money. Never enough. Boys. Interesting question. <laughs> um, urination. <laughs> There's such he has such great urinating stories. If you're ever bored, just ask Lou about peeing. Mm-hmm. Not um, me. I'll tell you about my son. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> Justin Bieber. I think he's pretty cool. Really? Do you think that he would ever end up in your office for disciplinary Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the Beebs. <laughs> Best book series. Maze Runner. One thing you would change about summer. Getting paid. Because <laughs> you want to. Yeah, because I want to get <laughs> paid do. during the summer. <laughs> Teachers, educators, we just want to get paid. <laughs> Please. It's not like we're not working, right? I don't know. Um, if you were in the Hunger Games, what would your special skill be? I would be, I would be, uh, I would paint myself <laughs> random things like PETA did. I hate that part so much. Okay, that's the worst part of the movie. It's, it's the all best part of the movie. No, it's all serious. And then I'm at the movie theater. It's like opening night and I'm sitting there and all of a sudden you see like his eyes open and he's like in this waterfall and he's all like flowery and mossy and I start laughing. And there's like eyes like yes, pop open. Yes, I bust out. It's like... And this this like teenage girl, fan girl with the t-shirt, you know, turns around and goes, ah, he's really struggling right now. And I'm like, okay, honey. he's hurt he's really struggling right now i felt really bad not that was a dumb part (laughs) so we would like to thank blakely for coming in coming up and joining us today thanks blakely you're the best blakely continue enjoying your summer vacation and clean your room (laughs) um hey guys check out our facebook page homeroom with lou and leah and respond to our facebook poll of the week this week we are asking parents teachers and students it's really last week how they are spending their time this summer. <laughs> Be sure to leave uh, a comment and then listen later on in the show because we'll read out some of the best comments. Dun, dun, dun. Also, if you're looking to read some flash nonfiction editorials on education, check out deliberatereform.blogspot.com. Yeah. The author ties in educational topics with current podcasts and New York Times bestselling books. Make sure to check back and we'll read your comments. Yeah, and we'll read your comments. To the question of the week. We asked a question. Now let's hear your answers. It's time for the question of the week. Question of the week. On Facebook. Wait, I got to pull it up. Last week, we wanted to know what on earth... You were all doing this summer. We asked parents, teachers, and students how they were spending their time this summer. And I'm pulling it up. And I'm pulling it up. 
And I'm still pulling it up. <laughs> okay. All right. There were a ton of people who commented, and we were super, super, super excited about it because people like us. Thanks, Mom, for commenting. Um, Your mom didn't comment. <laughs> Actually, she didn't. No. Nope. She didn't comment. Rude. I thought we were. My mom didn't either. <gasps> Rude. Actually, I can't find it. Can't find it. Wait. Oh, there it is. Okay. So we're just saying first names, by the way. Our friend Kelsey, she's an art teacher. She's making art and keeping up with her garden. That sounds so great. Relaxing. It does. You know, I think it's interesting that teachers actually enjoy the subjects that they teach most of the time. And so here she is. She makes art with kids all year or keeps them from breaking the art supplies all year. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's basically what it is. And now she gets to do it herself. That's awesome. Congrats, Kelsey. You know what I hear about the hear from the art department all the time? What? We need money for consumables. Consumables. Because their kids are consuming them. Yeah, right. Are they eating them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is it edible paint? <laughs> well, I believe that. Y'all donate to your local art teacher. They'll take anything. Uh, yep. Our friend Katie, she is a high school math teacher. She is working in graduate school. She's about to uh, become a licensed principal. Sounds familiar. She's getting material around for her Foundations of Math 2 class. She's going to Michigan. So she's working. And she's working at so the... So we should get paid during the summer. Teachers, you guys, seriously, teachers work most of the summer. Can we just say educators? Okay, fine. Lou works too. Every public service announcement, Lou works in I the do. summer and does not get paid hey, for can you, it. Can you talk about that uh, comment with the, your friend upskilling? Oh, yeah. Uh, Carrie, she is upskilling, meaning she's investigating ideas that interest her and considering new strategies and methods. She's reading um, Making Things Visible. And you know what else she said? She said she can't wait to hear our show. I Thanks, wonder if it's Carrie. a word. Is upskilling a word? Or did she? It, can we coin it on our show today from your friend? I don't know. Upskilling sounds like an incredible like Oprah word. Like it sounds like something Oprah would say. Like what are we doing? We're upskilling. And you get an upskill. And you get an upskill. <laughs> and you get an upskill. <laughs> what else are people saying on Facebook, Lou? Oh, you're not even looking. No, He's not, not even, even looking. looking. All right. Uh, we have Diana. I feel like such a bum. I do little schoolwork, catching up with old friends, making new ones, enjoying family time, and eating tasty food and drinking delicious drinks. Okay, let's talk about that. So, okay. Yes, teachers drink, but that's not what we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, educators, she said she feels like such a bum because she's not doing schoolwork. Okay, we are not getting paid for two months, okay? Yeah. Yet, so many educators feel this like remorse if they're not working on lesson plans or they're not researching new methods or they're not Pinteresting the cutest bulletin board, even in high school, okay? We do that. Well, Lou's like, no, you don't. I do. But you feel this guilt. A lot of teachers feel you, this you remorse. You should have saw my bulletin board in, in when I was a teacher. Oh, gosh. What did it have on it? Nothing. <laughs> Paper plate? <laughs> Use if necessary. <laughs> no, so there, there was one where we had to have, there was like an FYI board where it has like this like sports schedules and like your counselors and something. I don't think that changed year from year. That was just <laughs> up there. I thought that said they have a game Friday night. <laughs> yeah, two years ago. That's <laughs> yeah, what it was. I didn't want to distract away from the learning going on in my classroom. Oh, but anyway. is that what was mm -hmm. happening? Yep. Dude, your daughter just went, huh? Uh -huh. Yeah. All right, moving on. We have a teacher here. Chris traveled to Cali to see his young Marine. How cool. Went to the mountains with his daughter. Enjoyed Independence Day. Got the motorcycle in and out of the shop. Worked wow. at school both days this weekend. Took a CPI class next week. Oh, and I hope to be ready to take the math practice soon. So teachers are studying. And working. Uh, again, sounds terrible. 
Okay, let's see what else is up here. Oh, Jody, she is going to the beach as much as possible. She's a high school English teacher. In fact, she was my brother's high school English teacher. Shout out to Jody. Um, she's going to the beach and she's teaching the kids to fish and crab. That sounds awesome. I want to do that. You ever been crabbing? Um, actually, I say that sounds awesome, but when I'm in the moment, you know I'm going to freak out and be like, Phil, I just need you to do this for me. So uh, we go crabbing at night with flashlights at, at the beach. Oh, gosh. And uh, I, think, I think Blakely has a great story about oh. something that she witnessed. Oh, I'm excited for this. <laughs> there was a nine-year-old boy that we saw on the beach, and he had a pretty cool mohawk, and he didn't have... Um, it's so likely <laughs> you can't say pretty cool and then mohawk. I'm sorry, you can't do that. <laughs> it's an oxymoron. Um, and he went up behind sorry, the crab, and he caught it from behind, and he told us that if you catch it that way, then apparently it can't pitch you. And so I told him, wow, you're a lot braver than I am. And he, you know what he said? What did he say? I try to be humble. I try to be humble? It's like baby Lou. <laughs> One time I asked Lou how many push-ups he did. You know what he said? All of them. All of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like your dad. No wonder you like that story, Lou. Yeah, it's a good story. All right, Anna, she's a high school theater teacher and an English teacher. She's regrowing her passion for education by blogging, journaling, and cooking and taking care of me. That's big time. Teachers, um, educators... Take some time for yourself. It's summer. You finally get a break. Our minds are going crazy usually, like all year. It doesn't stop. We're always thinking about Joey in the back of the class who's just not engaged. He never has a pencil. Anyway, I'll stop. What are you doing this summer? Oh, gosh. What is Leah doing this summer? Well, let's write it all down. Um, I'm interning because right now I'm working on my master's degree and I'll be finished with it in 14 weeks. What, what? 14 weeks. 14 weeks. When are you taking that? Oh, you do a portfolio, don't you? I have to do a portfolio. I have to do 180 more hours of interning in those 14 weeks. Um, I'm sure I'll get it done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if we can count this. Um, I went to Texas twice. Twice. <laughs> this summer. We took a road trip there with our kids. Um, we tried to make it educational and fun. We stopped by some pretty cool places. I think that that's important. If you're going to take a trip, figure out what around there is historic or Did you go to the Alamo? Interesting. Oh, we'll remember the Alamo. It's so hot there. Also, it's tiny. Yeah. Like, it's really little. It's amazing that that, like, saved America. Save, saved America. Some people argue Davey that it did. Davy Crockett was Davey. there. Davy. <laughs> I tried to get my kids to line up and take a picture um, in raccoon hats, and they wouldn't do it. They thought it was disgusting. Rude. I was all excited about it. That was the one picture I wanted, and it didn't happen. You know what else I wanted to do in Texas that I didn't do? You don't care, but I'm going to tell all four listeners what I wanted to do in Texas. Oh, there'll be more. <laughs> I wanted to do what they do in Pee Wee Herman where he's like, the stars at night are big and bright. And then everybody responds, deep in the heart of Texas. I wanted to film that, but I just never got around to it. I was really bummed about that, actually. Are you over it? No, I'm still upset because I went <laughs> twice. So, so I went there with my family and then I came back two weeks later because my brother's awesome and invited me to go to a killer concert. And so I went to this concert with my, my family. We should have done that. We should have done it. I'm, it's regrets, people. Summer regrets. Summer regrets. Summer regrets. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> That's the only thing that you are regretful for. That's big time. Yeah, that is. That is We're big doing time. great. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, so thank you for messaging us on Facebook. And we are so excited for you guys to answer more questions of the week. So check that. Check out our page. 
Thanks so much for listening to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. If you want to catch a live show, we are Monday mornings from 6 to 8 on 90.9 WQFS. So now we're at our last segment. I enjoy Yeah, yeah, our last segment. This is it. We made Uh it through our first show. For the second time, because we had to re-record it. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. we messed up. So, so didn't trust push me, I think it's better live. <laughs> I think we're more quippy when we've had the conversation the first time. That's Plus, it's point. six in the morning, and we're both really not quite awake. <laughs> so we could say anything. Uh-huh. So, so next week, what are we going to be talking about? And as they say next week, I mean like Monday. Monday. So Monday, we're talking about charter schools. And this is super exciting because people are freaking out about this the second that i announced that on our facebook page people like well you need to just call me because i've got things to say about charter schools yes a lot of people do a lot of people do lewis your your children attend charter school they do and my children go to the school that they are districted to Uh it's very interesting Opinions. A little debated conversation. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a special guest in? We are. We have somebody who's on the board of a local charter school coming in. And her children obviously also attend charter school. And she's kind of brilliant. I'm kind of intimidated by Mm -hmm. her pretty frequently. Yeah, but we got her in the lightning (laughs) run. Oh, I'm excited for the lightning (laughs) round with her. Um, So it'll be fun. So we're going to talk about charter schools. So please tune in. But we have to leave you with a homework assignment. Are you ready to hear your homework assignment? Yeah, you got two days to get it done. You have two days. Yeah, yeah, because you didn't listen to the live show. We have to cut it short this week. (laughs) Next week, we will discuss the impact of public charter schools on the education system. Our question for you is, what are the pros and cons of public charter schools? Very nice. Go to our Facebook page, Homeroom with Lou and Leah, to leave your thoughts, and we might. Yeah, be sure to like and share our page. Yeah. We're going to have some goals going out to our listeners in the next couple weeks. I'm excited. I am too. I am too. So thanks for coming to Homeroom with Lou and Leah. See you Monday morning from 6 to 8 on 90.9. All right. We both went like this. (laughs) (laughs) And...